here we go. Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the knights! Uh-huh. Hold on to your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello out there and welcome to the Knights of Nerd 2 podcast. We're a podcast for all things nerd. My name is Chris. I'm your host. I'm here in person with... I think I wasted my entire year watching crap. It's Sean. And on the Skype hotline, we have... I mean, I could play a piano with my butt, but no one's making a movie out of me. It's Sam. And, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, of course, I meant this metaphorically. It's John. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, we have our year in review episode so contrary to other years that we've done, we're actually going to merge this with our uh, our normal weekly cadence of uh, a couple of movie reviews here. We have sort of hit this Oscar season and awards season. So we have two movies that were, let's call them up for contention, that we, we teased last week. And we'll do this week with Maestro and um, God, I'm blanking on the other holdovers. The holdovers. I'm sorry, the holdovers. So we'll, we'll do that uh, at the beginning. And then at the end, we'll finish off with our our um, awards that we're going to give out for the end of the year. I know it's a little premature, but this is typically when we do it. Um, but let's start off with uh, just quick news. Sam, this is more for you. Uh, I saw in the news today that we did launch our first non-manned mission to the moon. Did, yeah, you, see, first, did you see that? First of the commercial uh, program where they're relying on private, private sector to launch some... Uh, probes to the moon yes but and it, it, it failed it, it, and you think the private sector would do something correctly nope nope the government didn't run this one folks it's the opposite with space programs whenever the government does it <laughs> it's fine whenever a private sector does it it fails miserably so now yeah. uh, uh long story short the the um spacecraft is using the sun to steer itself but for some reason one of the the boosters is going off on a weird angle so it has yeah. to spend more gas to correct itself so we're not going to be able to uh Land and land and take back off from the moon. We're probably just gonna orbit, maybe, or crash. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, there's some things on the spacecraft I saw. I didn't read the full list. You know, I think there's a whole bunch of music and stuff on there. And I think there's uh, there was the human remains of, yeah. of Gene Rottenberry and um, I think uh, a couple other Star Trek people. I can't remember. Yeah. So not uh, not the best launch. But, no. but, but uh, you know, it's a start. The fact that it's getting on, you know, I'm kind of liking the idea of humans going back to the moon. So, but well, we'll see. speaking of that, I don't know if you heard the other news. Uh, I, I, two got pushed back about 10 months. <laughs> it's supposed to go November this year. It's now uh, scheduled for September of next year. Because of this error? No, no nothing to do with this. Okay. Um, uh it was because they want to look more at the heat shield. There were some issues with the heat shield in the Artemis one. It was just a bit too hot. So they want to really look at that. And the mobile launch pad, they want to reinforce that a bit more because that took a lot more damage on Artemis one than they thought. Fair enough. All so. right. Well, good space update right there. I know we're all, I know we're excited about it at least. Yeah. 
So um, that's that's that. <laughs> Shall we move on to our um, we we got to move on to our movies here. Okay. So well, there was some movie news. I mean, there was a lot of movie news, but there was very specific, like nerd Knights of Nerditude type movie news. Uh, we've got a Star Wars movie, guys. Yeah. Huge. The Mandalorian and Grogu. Yeah. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is which, going to be made by the team behind the show. Yeah, it was. Uh, there was talks like behind the scenes, like people saying, "Oh, the most recent uh, season of Mando isn't coming out. They're actually going to turn it into a movie." And obviously, like those, you know, rumored. Those rumors are just like, no, they're not. And then this comes out. It's like, oh, maybe they are actually doing a movie. Hmm. But I, I believe we're still getting season. Was that four next year? I don't think they announced a new season have yet. Have they not announced a new? So maybe it is. I don't think they officially have. No. I don't, I don't so think then maybe it is the next season. It's just going to be a movie. I mean, I'm okay with that, I guess. Yeah, that's fine. The, the series, if they end the series, it tied it up rather nicely. So, yeah. I, you know. Yeah. Still don't quite understand why they need Grogu, though. I mean, we, we have our theories, but they don't, like, come out and say this is why. Why Why were we? So Well, I mean, the whole thing's about how um, Moff Gideon was trying to get to clone Grogu. Him. Was it to clone him? Or to give Jedi powers. Like, Was subject. it? That's what I got out of it. It's, it's, yeah, everything's just rumored. They didn't actually, like, come out and say oh, why he oh, wanted Grogu. Enough. Okay, I got you. So, well, either way. Okay, Star Wars news, I guess. This, that would be the first <laughs> Star Wars movie theatrically released in, I'm going to say it's going to come out no later than, earlier than 2025. So that would be six years at that point, which, uh, we'll see if this movie comes out. What do you guys, you guys feel like it, it, it actually might happen or? I'm lukewarm. I'm 3070. Mm. It's 3070. It's going to happen. Listen, we're either going to get a new season of Mando or this movie, one or the other. I'm okay. Yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, they announced it, so I can't see why it wouldn't be a movie. No, you fair. don't think there's a possibility that it could turn into like a three part Disney Plus, Hulu, ABC like show kind of, or kind something? Kind of like what they sort of did with Obi Wan, where it like started off as a movie and then eventually they were like, eh, we'll do a TV show instead. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. This, something's coming out of this. For sure. Yeah. I, I would be shocked if there's not more Mandalorian content. <laughs> yeah. Which I, is I, probably I, different than everything else we've talked about before with, you know, all these, these spate of uh, canceled Star Wars movies that pretty much have lined the last, what, five years now? Pretty much everything mm. since episode mm. nine. So be nice for a little Star Wars break, too. Not going to lie. A little, really? a little break. I think a Star Wars break for a few years would be fine. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. I, think I mean, in truth, I would not be opposed to like three years later after the Mando season. Like, I would not be opposed to that. I, I, I feel like, personally, um, we need less Marvel in general and more just Star Wars movies over, the, over Star Wars content. <sighs> Uh, my this, problem is they haven't put a good product with the movies. I agree. For a so while. they need to focus on rather than doing what they've done, which was just greenlit a bunch of movies and pump them out as fast as they could till like the well ran dry and pissed everyone off rather than doing that. Just like actually come up with a good plan. 
But that's not going to be for a while. Though. Like I'd and rather I'm okay them with that. take the time. I want, yeah, sit down. Let them take the time and, and focus on in what's... like five, six years. Let's have a new Star Wars movie. Well, that's what I'm. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, no, like, it, take yeah. a hiatus with Star Wars yeah. for a little while. Focus on getting your crap together because Disney's not really. Let's face it, all streamers are struggling a little bit. But no. you know, like, yeah. take a little break, set a plan. You know, don't set it, forget it. But like, come up with a good plan. Don't don't throw movies out there and then uh, uh, six months later have to cancel the Rogue Squadron movie or whatever the hell it was that was supposed to come out. Yeah, you know, don't, don't do that stuff like that. What I feel like getting, this is... What are we getting for Star Wars TV this year? We're not getting Andor. No, uh, but that, that skeleton was... Skeleton crew, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, the strike yeah. has really thrown a wrench into a lot of this. Yeah. yeah. The uh, Acolyte was... things, Acolyte's still being made, right? I don't know. But I, think, I, mean, I think it's being made. I don't know if it's going to be available this year. I mean, the problem yeah. is with some of this is, you know, it does require some, uh, you know, heavy post-production. So uh, that yeah. will delay it a bit. There'll be a, there will be a trailer during the it's, Super Bowl for something. Maybe. I, I think, I think there will be something. There might be. I mean, there's, I think, I, I think, and you know, we, uh, we are, due for a preview episode which uh might be our next time we talk to you guys but um this year's looking uh looking pretty thin and, yeah uh, you know with the strike that's that really messed stuff up i mean at least like covid slowed stuff down like there was just nothing for you know three or four months there and that's going to really throw off, especially like a lot of the stuff, like they're only going to release certain things in the summer. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see. We've yeah. got Craven the Hunter. <laughs> we got I know Dune. everyone's been waiting for that. Dune you part have, two. I've been craving it. Uh, Dune is uh, um, almost two months away. So, you know, we're almost landing the, uh, the Thropter there. Hopefully, <laughs> you know, what's, you know, what's going to be um, my sleeper. like, but by the way, it, it on Dune news, it's like almost assured there's going to be a third one, which is just awesome. Uh, that, one, that one's going to be Messiah, right? Dune Messiah, right. the second book. Can yeah, I call my Bill new is saying he's going to do that one either next or after or do one in between or something like that. I'm going to call my sleeper pick now for box office. I think it, it's not going to be the highest, but I think this is going to like knock knock the socks off of of what people expected is the um, inside out Two movie. Nice. It's the, the Disney is it Pixar or Disney, Sean. Uh, it's Pixar, Pixar, Pixar. the Pixar. Yeah. The animated movie. If they release it in the summer, like this thing's going to be a blowout. I think, I think this thing's going to be huge. Well, it could be like what came out last year that people were like, this was actually, this was shitty, but then it just, Elemental. Go Elemental. Away. Elemental's actually yeah. really good. Did I wa- you watch I it? Did. I watched it this weekend. It's really good. It's actually not that bad. I, I like it. I put it on the list. Yeah. Is it on there? Put it on there. That was that was actually a genuinely good movie. Like I, I mm. actually, it had all the feels. It wasn't really long. It had uh, good elements. I, <laughs> for pun intended, but I like it. <laughs> Chris, I, I like that call, though, because you do have these movies where it's like the kids have to go somewhere. Like mm-hmm. you're going to go, you're going to still go to the movies. Even if the kids have seen it three times, you'll still go to the movies. And if there's literally nothing else out, then who knows? Yeah. You know? And you know what? The, the, the reason why I'm saying it's going to be bigger 
is the trailer implemented just one new character and it's going to bring in the no, I don't want to say the it's just going to bring in the females above like young teens mm-hmm. who would typically watch this kind of movie. It's going to bring in the adults like, oh, yeah, my wife will watch this movie just because anxiety enters the picture, <laughs> just because the feeling of anxiety well, enters. The I believe picture. there's more feelings other than anxiety that do. enter. I, the picture. I think, yeah, it yeah, seems it, like there's more. I, I think, think they upgraded yeah. the board. Yeah. And the big red button, right. which they, we all know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, um, yeah. No. And I mean, it helps that the first one was like good. I mean, I still feel yeah. for Bing Bong. Um, no, but it, it made you feel it, right. Yeah. It made you feel Bing, like, that just Bing Bong is just like hurts. Why, and it's like why, Richard why, Kind why, and like Richard Kind is awesome. I'm going to cry myself to sleep. <laughs> what, what did this movie did this did did that win? An Oscar. I know it was nominated. Who it won? That? I think it must. Been. It must have won that it year. Better not have been Encanto. No, it wasn't no, the no, same that year wasn't the Encanto. same. God, that was not the same. No, year. Disney wouldn't release both those in the same year. Yeah. When when was Inside Out? Was that like 2018? No, uh, 2015. Yeah. Oh wow. So that that's that's been a while. That wasn't Frozen, right? Mm-hmm. Was Frozen 2015 uh, too? I don't know. That's close. I think Frozen might have even been before that. I don't know. 2015. I I don't know if it's just been whatever the sub- previous eight years have been, but like, goddamn, 2015 seems like forever ago. It does, and it's almost ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's technically nine years ago at this point, right? Well. Uh, anyway, I guess. Anyway, next, yeah. Next, this next is week, we, we we'll... should have a whole episode. Uh, Inside Out years. did win best animated feature, but it also was nominated for best original screenplay. Good. Good. Yeah. It it deserved it. Yes. So I agree. I I think that's we'll we'll talk about it next when we do the preview. But then we, oh, since we brought it up, I just figured I'd say that. You now. want to know a, a skill that? Speaking of Disney and whatnot, a skill that I discovered this weekend during. So we got at the snowstorm. Um, I threw on. I think it was just Disney Channel because they were just doing movies the whole time. I have this amazing skill of walking in, seeing less than a second of the movie. And knowing exactly, exactly what, what it movie is. it is. Yeah. So like the first one is like the beginning. I was like, oh, what movie is this? And then right away it shows like a picture of a forest with a castle in the background. I was like, oh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, another like I went off. Oh, like something. the classic, the classic Disney animated movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, because I was going to say, because Pixar, like the style does cha- sort of change each movie. But that's mm-hmm. that's good, Sean. And then uh, I, but I also, so I left and then another movie started playing. Didn't see the intro. I just walked in, saw a bunch of tents in a forest. I was like, oh, brave. <laughs> we'll have to, we'll have you, to do you, this one you, time. You know what you have? What? You have dad memory. No, this is all pre-dad. No, this is dad Sean, memory. Have you, ever, have you ever played this one, this game on the internet? It's, it's framed.wtf, where it's just no. a single frame of a movie. And you guess the movie, and if you get it wrong, they show you another frame. It's kind of like Wordle for movies. Okay, I would be down on that. What is it called? You should try that out. It's framed.wtf. Because there's some, it's hilarious, like, you're like, oh, I know exactly what that is. Others are movies you've seen a lot, but it's just not, like, something you necessarily mm-hmm. would associate. The obscure, obscure screenshot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I, I do know there's this uh, a TikTok account that's like, name this movie and they'll play the first like 20 seconds which is usually like the opening like yeah like uh, the companies and whatnot and like a little bit of the movie and sometimes i can get it off of the music but like 
there's so many. I'm like, I have no idea what this is. And I like, click on it and be like, oh, it was Twilight. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of... Uh, All the times you've seen that movie. Yeah. It, well, To not know, I mean, like, come on. Right? I mean, come on. Um, speaking, yeah, so, of, so speaking of... Speaking of Twilight... Oh, okay. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, uh, let's, was, let's talk about Maestro. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of showing the opening scene of movies, did you catch the one for the holdovers? Oh. They the showed the old, scene? the old, like, oh, yeah. Max. Are, they do showed we, do we want to oh, talk yeah. holdovers first, or do we want to talk Max? We can do Maestro, Maestro. Maestro. Do Maestro first? All right, let's go right into Maestro first. Um, the, the movie I didn't see. Um, <laughs> oh, all right, so, sorry. Movie, so it was a movie, movie with Bradley movie, Cooper, and that's as far piece. as I got. My, yeah, Maestro, uh, what is uh, written, directed, and starring Bradley Cooper as Leonard Bernstein. Um, a movie about uh, Leonard Bernstein's life, and especially his family life, and his uh, other sexual uh, mores. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, he was gay. I don't know if you know that, um, but the movie, the movie definitely wants to tell you that. Yeah, I mean, he was. Let's be. Yeah. Let's be. Let's follow standard protocols. He was bi here. I think he he was probably at least a little bi. Well, he did father kid children. Right. Gay <laughs> so, um, okay, people can't do that. <laughs> well, anyway. with a woman, you can. Except he left a man to be with his future wife and mother of his children, and then go, went back to a man. So I, I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like that's the definition of bi. But I, I, I agree with you, Chris. I, I I got very strong bi vibes, especially with that comment where he's like, he goes up to his you know, former boyfriends, uh, him and his wife. He's like talking to their little baby. He's like, I slept with both your parents. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's <laughs> like, yeah, that. I think he was bi, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, he... You know, he was a real connoisseur of all mankind. Um, yes. <laughs> and well, I guess I guess I'll, I'll jump into my opinion of this movie. Uh, that's all the movie really wants you to understand. Yeah. Like it's not really yep. about anything else other than who Leonard Bernstein like had sex with, and then his wife, and you know, nothing I, else. Yeah. Okay. So mm. like. I really hated the framing of this movie and it left me like, I was sort of like, why did we do this? Like, this is sort of like making a movie about like, I mean, Leonard Burns seems like, you know, he's not like a figure that like, ever, like you're probably aware of the name. You might be aware of like, sort of like some details. Yeah. Chris yeah. is, Chris is shaking. Nope. Nope. No clue. Exactly. Well, I mean, you've heard the REM song, so at least at least you probably got that. Leonard yeah. <laughs> Bernstein, which is in the movie, Sean. I you'd appreciate really? it. Yeah. All right. Nice. <laughs> I, I uh, scream that part every time it comes on. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like Leonard, but it's not like he's the Beatles or Elvis, you know. Um, but the movie sort of like speaks to you on a level as if like you have this fluency in someone who like you know. I, I don't want to like always go into something and like criticize it for what it's not or what it's not trying to do because like clearly, you know, sometimes projects just go in a different direction and like, that's okay. But it was framed essentially saying like the most interesting part about him is that he slept around, but was still like pretty true and in many ways loyal to his wife. Um, and he also happened to be a conductor. And then, yeah. oh, let's just go watch him conduct in a cathedral in, like, what seems to be an incredibly moving and powerful scene um, for, like, six minutes. 
But then I have no idea, like, any of the context around it yeah. or why this is important or what even this means or no. anything. It's it's devoid of all the, like, actual, like, larger impacts he had on the world, which, again, I don't even really know that well. I'll be honest with you. I learned more about Leonard Bernstein from the fucking movie Tar last year. Like, than this <laughs> can, can I can I expand on that a little bit? Sure, Chris. Because because. You're 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 absolutely right. So after this movie, I I'm like, who the hell is Leonard Bernstein? <laughs> Wikipedia, Wikipedia, and it's like really like musical director. This is what he's known for. He's like the first cross Atlantic director in both Europe, and he's like one of the big guys for, for first time American director. Yeah, like, he's huge, one of the huge. most important. A, yeah, one of the most important composers yeah. of, of 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 the age of that era. Right. And after you watch this movie, you're like, I didn't get that. Yeah, I, I didn't get that because when he was directing, when I was watching that scene, he was directing the church. I'm like, all right, there was no setup for this. OK, that sucks. But this is clearly important because it's going out for a long time, but immediately gets overshadowed by the fact that his wife turns up and he hugs her. And she's it seems happy about that. I'm like, wait, they were just fighting like yeah, 10 yeah. minutes ago. So clearly this movie is about the relationship between him and his wife. Yeah. And the term. For a movie that likes to take the plot to a screeching halt just so we could have two characters talk to each other about, like, next to nothing, they don't explain anything. No, they don't. <laughs> like, like, it really, it really, it does not give me enough of, like, explaining that this guy, like, broke through a wall with being a composer. American composers at the time, from what I got from the movie, it, it, they're just not existent elsewhere. They're just not existent. And then this guy like broke through, shattered through that wall. And it was ba- it was because it was like a he was like a backup player. And then he had a shot and he took it. And then that's 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 how it happened. It seems like. But I didn't I didn't get that a lot throughout the whole movie. The whole movie was literally his relationship with his wife and and his which and and, which is... and his his other boys that he's. You know, we spend like 20 minutes of like his wife dying from cancer and, you know, personally was not like the best, easiest thing to watch given my personal circumstances. But like even then, (laughs) like did not seem like a great use of the movie overall of just like, you know, like we've seen that so many times, too. You know, Mm. like it's just what's so disappointing about that. Of just the framing of it. Because it's like, I didn't hate the dialogue. I liked the performances. I thought Bradley Cooper's a little bit over the top. But okay, whatever. You know? There's a lot of this that's really good. Like, I think he has a good eye. There's a lot of really, like, nice composed shots. That, like, that six-minute scene where we've been talking about the cathedral. Like, that's a great, powerful moment. Um, You know, there's a lot to technically like about this movie. It's just in service of, I don't know what, like it's, it's literally, it's, I, I, I I had, so one, I, um, the, uh, oh man, what was it? 2017 or 2018 Oscars. The one where he was a star is born and lost best Oscar or best actor to Rami Malek and, uh, queen. Like, it's almost like the lesson he learned from that is like, oh, I need to play a gay musician, so I'll get an Oscar. So, so yeah, as as I finished this movie, I was sitting back reflecting on it, and I go, this is the most Oscar baity, Oscar bait crap that Netflix can put forward. Because 
this movie would never have been made or even considered for Oscar contention if he wasn't gay. Because you're looking at it and it's like the cast is the, the cast is all white. I, and no. it's, it's it, it, this movie would not be nominated unless you have to look at all those like back end stuff like the studio executives or whatever it was has a, a diverse board or stuff, whatever it was. This movie would never be considered if he wasn't gay or bisexual, whatever you want to whatever you want to do. No, I, mean, I think exactly, that's a strong I as think I was a... reflecting on this movie. This movie would never have been made if that wasn't the case. No, I mean, he's Leonard Bernstein. So, like, I mean, like, yeah, you, you don't know it. But, like, you, in, you that, in, the, in the artistic community, he's a big name. So, like, yeah, they would have still made this. And, was, and it's Bradley they, Cooper. They would not, you're telling me they would have made this movie if he wasn't bisexual mm-hmm. in the hopes of winning an Oscar. Yeah. In the 19, 19 what, 20s or early 1900s. No, you, uh, they would not have... like 40s and wait, what was are you it, talking about? What, when, yeah. was when, this, like, when was this made? Yeah, it starts uh, in the 40s. It's like it 1942 is the opening scene. They would not have made it would not have come out. This this would would not they would not have done this movie. They would not have signed off if they wanted to make an Oscar worthy movie about Leonard Bernstein or uh, whatever it was this. They wouldn't have said yes to this. Absolutely. No, no way. Yes no way. I, no, because I, I don't consider it, but it'd be whiteification again. It'd be the whole green book thing all over again. I, I don't think there's, yeah, too, I, I, there's I don't, so many, there's so many white people. I hate to say it like this, but there's like nothing that would say there's nothing that would be the antithesis of Oscar. So white. No, or, I mean, or, or I don't, there's, there's nothing on that like minority spectrum that would scream. This is an Oscar worthy movie. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a period piece about, like, it's only, you know, there, there's only going to be so many views. It Like, I mean, he was Jewish, like, you know, he was white, <laughs> Jewish. Everyone was around him, spoke in a mid-Atlantic accident. Like, you know, they couldn't be more white waspy, um, you know, otherwise if they tried. Um, although his wife is Chilean and German or something. Don't don't ask how the German works in there. Um, anyway, um yeah, I, I don't quite buy that. I think it's just like something that was a passion project. And if you if you notice, the producers on this um, were Martin Scorsese and Steven Spielberg, among others. Both of them wanted to do this at some point. Um, and then sort of Bradley Cooper found, uh, I don't know, I, I, it, it, enough to like convince them that, to, that he wanted to do it. Um, but yeah, I just think it's let down by the framing. And I think the, just the, the story more than the script itself you know i think bradley cooper needs to maybe go adapt like a good script versus like just writing one on his own you know because i think he's i mean he's a good actor i don't think anyone denies that i think he's like uh he's better than like a george clooney for my money as a director um but you know he's he's somewhere between serviceable and actually good um (laughs) he's done two movies so like it's 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 tough to tell but um you know, it's just it is tough to be like writer, director and like, you know, guy who's in every scene more or less. Especially, especially I mean, when yeah. he changed his he changed his physique for that. Like you can yeah. tell. He I really was going to say, I mean, it's, it's hard to be like Stallone, you know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I know. I know. God, God didn't make two <laughs> Sylvester Stallones. That's right. for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah I, I, I will say this, John. I, I do disagree with you on one of your points, and that is. I didn't think the dialogue was very good. It was, it was kind of, he was kind of trying to be Sorkin. There was like a lot of like speechification, but like also in this sort of 
semi-naturalist way of like people kind of talking over each other but like it just ends up everybody seems to be talking at each other not with each other yeah and that sort of thing where i've I've had two or read two sort of very elitist um, critiques of this movie. The first one is actually very much on your, what you're saying, Sam, of like, Mm. you know, smart, literate, well, they don't actually talk like that all the time, especially like Mm. in parties. Like they're, they're just, people just aren't like that, you know? Yeah. The, The other critique, which I found really interesting and is like, so beyond my level of like music appreciation, but was just like, the so you know all the music is leonard bernstein more or less mm-hmm. more like yeah. and and it was just um <laughs> it was that like the compositions and the conducting of the music like it wasn't um original tracks it was it was recorded for the movie and it was like oh yeah the conducting on all these tracks are like crap that was the like <laughs> music critic from the la times which i was like yeah. Okay. If you say, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. No, but I'm not gonna know. Did you Did you notice in the? Uh, it, it was off though. The syncing was off with him conducting. It wasn't was it? matching. I, I wasn't, it wasn't matching. Um, yeah. I wasn't getting that. I kind of wish I saw this in theaters, just because I feel like um, concert this, movies like this is just like it kind of takes it up another level when you have the yeah. big like movie theater speakers I, on it. The auditorium speakers would have helped with that. That particular scene, it would have helped. Oh, yeah, for sure. I will say this. I do always find it somewhat annoying when they do these biopics like this. And they just tell the whole story, like the whole life without, like, I I always appreciate ones where it's like, okay, we're going to have like a story centered around like a day and maybe we'll have flashbacks and stuff. Or like to kind of ground the story. Yeah, like how Lincoln is like, you know, it shows his death because it's like it's tough not to at that point. But it's really about the passing of the. Oh, man, Sam, you're going to correct me if I'm wrong. 13th Amendment, the, (laughs) you know, Emancipation Proclamation and all that. Although I think that's even happened before. But yeah, the 13th Amendment specifically. (laughs) But um, yeah, no, that might have been helpful. I mean, I just feel like. I was kind of robbed because, like, let's be real, we're not they're not going to make another Leonard Bernstein movie, maybe in twenty no. years, but like they're <laughs> probably not. So it's just weird to like for me, you don't really understand like what was the special sauce of oh, God. I hate saying that. What made him unique as a person? You know that like no one else could be Leonard Bernstein, and you I get think- glimpses of that, especially like at the end when he's at I think it might be Tanglewood um, when he's directing this orchestra or, or he's, he's sort of um, tutoring or mentoring this, this um, perspective conductor, this younger conductor who's coming up and he kind of like, you know, steps in and be and forget exactly like what he says, but you know, it, it sort of shows you like what was the magic of him as a person, um, which is great. Cause then it's like cross cut exactly to like him with the, the, the conductor, like on the dance floor at like a rave. Like, but you know, you kind of get an insight into like why he was the person he was or, or why he was special in his field and why we know the name Leonard Bernstein. Whereas the rest of the movie is just like, yeah, he was gay. He was, he slept around. He, you know, um, cheated on his wife but was you know loyal to her and to his family to some extent but you know i mean like open open marriage i think is what yeah it it seemed more it seemed more like yeah yeah and and i I agree with you like you get that with like a lot of biopics especially about like artists or 
scientist or anything where it's like, I kind of sometimes just want, okay, movie, just sit me down and explain to me what makes this person special. What made them special <laughs> at their craft? Yeah. Right. It makes me appreciate uh, the Queen movie a lot, a lot more. <laughs> well, uh, I Bohemian Raps. Raps. Oh, Bohemian Raps. No, Bohemian no, Raps. Oh, <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe if you want to uh, go that way. I mean, that's a good. I I, I like that too. Sam, we never did Crown Corner. Some someday. I, I haven't finished the second half yet. Okay. When okay. when you do, we'll we'll do Crown right. Corner. Any, oh, any, anyway, um, should we should we uh, get this get this a number so we can move on here? Hold on, really quick. I just have a question. Like this is like a food for thought. Um, so seeing that they made this film, um. Obviously, we know in the pipeline in the not too distant future, we're gonna get a John Williams movie. Oof. When Do you how think, is that? Oh, is that in the, like, no, I, announced? Or are you just no, 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 no? I'm just expect. Th- why would they not do one? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking shocked. after I, I, he's retired at this point. Yeah, Indy was his last movie. Well, no, well, no actually, he, I mean, he, he said he was like. I mean, I got nothing going on. If yeah, you know, oh, okay. I heard All that right. too, where he's like, yeah. "Listen, I'm not actively pursuing anything, but if something comes up, <laughs> yeah, look." Um, if Stephen rings up actually... and says, "Hey, look," <laughs> he'll say, "Pick up that phone in a second. Yeah, but so I... there has to be like a doc by like Spielberg or somebody big, right? That like hasn't been released yet, and like maybe is like waiting for it to be a posthumous thing or something like that. Right. So like, yeah. there has to be some John. Williams when did out. when yeah. did John Williams receive the lifetime achievement? Right already probably because i know steven spielberg received one and then i want to say like it was 10 years and then we got that spielberg doc on hbo okay so if he got that lifetime achievement award john williams which i think he he probably would have right like i'm not saying it yeah i'm not (laughs) saying a doc i'm saying a full-on like movie about his life at what point how long down the road are we talking for this movie to come out do you guys think if they're doing it no, I mean they're gonna. Oh do one. well, I, I, it's we, not we announced or anything, but obviously, like this is a big name in movies. There's gonna be a movie about. I'd it. say I, with, like I don't know ten, within ten fifteen years. Is he okay? Is he interesting though? Yeah, that does, would be. It doesn't matter. It's like, is he? Interesting? Ah, I think it matters though. Yeah. I don't think so. See, I think I think was you'd Mank have to make interesting because. No, Mank wasn't interesting. <laughs> well, he I, was like an alcoholic and, you know, told a rich guy to go F himself. Look, but, I, I think I think the John Williams movie would work best if it was sort of like a not a buddy comedy, but like a relationship blooming between him and the director like that. He's going to essentially be with with. I mean, what what imagine... John Williams and Steven Spielberg solve crimes? Yeah, buddy comedy. I mean, like I'm sure, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Beverly Hills Five needs a new needs needs a couple. Of guys. Have any of you guys seen the? John you know that's Williams coming, bit? right? By the way, Beverly John, Hills, Beverly Hills a, Cop. Yeah, there's a Beverly yeah. Hills Cop show. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, we, we saw the t- trailer. Yeah. Um, but have you guys ever seen the John Williams bit from uh, the Whitest Kids? You know, no, where it's like how he writes his music. No. It's worth a watch on YouTube. Like it, it's it's hilarious. All right. Just like him walking around going bum 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 like oh man, it's it's so great. Um let's, but yeah, so let's give this a let's uh, let's give it numbers. Uh I'm going okay. you're going okay. Yeah, it's gonna be not as high as you guys. I I'm thinking six seven. Okay. I'm gonna go seven three. All right, Sam. Yeah, I'm going seven three two. All right, okay. not bad. 
All right, we got another. Uh, we got another movie. Sorry, yeah. I'm trying to push it along. No, no, no. So yeah, get, please get, let's get push it. Uh, the holdovers. Now we finally get to talk about this one. And yes, Chris, you brought up how it was like the classic Universal uh, intro. Uh, Miramax. In, Miramax. Miramax Universal, yeah. and I think there was something else. And right? well, so the this film takes place in the 70s. It's a obviously it's a fictitious story. Um, but it takes place in the seventies. Um, and that, that's the one thing that I, I pulled away from this, especially like just watching the intro, like them on the campus, like walking around. And I just felt like I was watching like a seventies, like maybe Woody Allen film or like something along those lines where it just felt from that decade. And I loved it. I got Rudy B roll. Yeah. Like feels. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Rudy well, on the is campus. What, Rudy is what eighties, right? Well, I think Rudy is yeah. early eighties, right? Yeah. So this is this was so they they did intentionally, even though it was filmed on digital, they intentionally like grained it up and yeah, dirtied no, it up, it, and it, it made it, it work. It feels like it's a movie from the seventies, and I love that 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 artistic choice really worked for me um, for this movie. Uh, so the movie, sorry, for those who don't yeah, know, it's no. a movie starring uh, Paul Giamatti, Dominic Sessa, and, and Divine, or Devine, Joy Randolph. And it's about a, um, essentially during winter, but they're at a private boarding school for, for boys, Barton. High it's school. called Barton School. It's high school. Yeah, yeah. high school. High yeah. school for boys in Massachusetts. And it's it's over winter break when kids can't go home to their parents there's these holdovers that have to stay throughout christmas break and, and it ends up being this one boy with the teacher and uh, a cook who's who's there yeah. and it's, it's essentially they all sort of are isolated individuals and because you know they're forced to be together they all yeah. essentially form this friendship yeah. so for whatever reason each character has that reason to be alone withdraw from society mm-hmm. uh whether the cook who's son and not quite husband but like fiance both died at what what she say 23 like neither of them lived past 23 um paul giamatti just kind of i mean it's revealed why later on in the movie but like he's just a curmudgeon like he's, professor. he's like resigned to be something that he yeah doesn't loathe but it's sort of like a just right. basic satisfaction and in life. Then you've got the rich kid whose life is just behind the scenes, just in shambles, mm-hmm. um, dealing with so much in his life that he doesn't let the world see. And it's just kind of how these three bond together, form a relationship um, over the process of winter break. And I mean, it's a nice condensed story. Yeah, it's condensed to these. Yeah. I forget how many days it was. It was like ten days or something. No, it was a little bit more than ten days. Well, it was like bad part Christmas of the movie. Eve. They started timing the days in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And we lost all of that at the end. I say I don't know if we lost it or they. I just, just stopped it, <laughs> like seeing it. Yeah, I, I think know. it's like three weeks. Yeah. Like um, but it's it's just yeah, like nice character study about these three characters and how they're dealing with their stress in life and like unraveling, I guess the mystery of why they are the way that they are. Um, you know, the, the cook character, she was very upfront about her issues. Whereas, you know, 
both uh, the student and Paul Giamatti's character, like it takes some time for that stuff to unravel. But when you do, you you understand why they're the way they they are. Yeah. So, so you know, I I, I I'm going to agree with you on that. It was a nice. I'll say it, I'll say it right now. It was a nice story. It was yeah. a very nice story yep. to watch. Good feels. It didn't get you super down. It got yep. you just pretty amped up and excited. A good conclusion. You know, I don't know if it's a good conclusion. I thought, conclusion. It was, I, I thought it was better than it could have been. Because it guess, could have been a lot yeah. worse. There could have been some massive explosion blow up type thing. Right. Uh, not not literal explosion, but like, you yeah. know. Metaphorically. Uh, metaphorically. <laughs> uh, okay, it was, it, was an, it was a good story. I fell for the characters. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I just thought it was nice. to. It was nice to watch. Yeah. It, was, it was just a good story. It's not, it's not like gonna break any records as on my list no, of being like God, top no. movie ever nope, and all this other nope. stuff but look paul giamatti i think did very very well yeah i think he did he, and he's uh, the standout in, yeah, in the he won the what, golden globe for this did he win he i did. had the list yeah. i forgot the list i think yeah. him and the the um the cook are, are yeah she did are great. very very yeah. good with this this the, mm-hmm. the 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 guy the kid not so much just, okay. just because he, he, he oh i thought he was i thought he did you know what the story is with him like the actor or the character? Yeah, the actor. No. It's no. literally just a kid at the school they were filming at. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. That that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, no, I that think is it's really impressive. good. And like it's there's there's stuff too that I've I've watched this now twice that um stood out. No, I thought I thought everyone's good. I mean, obviously like <laughs> Paul Giamatti's Paul Giamatti. Like he's like mm. I've I've I, I don't think there's anything I've ever seen him in and like didn't like. I mean, not like he's like an all-time great actor or anything like that. But you know, I've just always liked when he shows up. Like even when like he shows up for like what like four minutes of Saving Private Ryan, you're like, oh fuck yeah, dude. Um, full, full, full disclosure, yeah, seventy-five percent into this movie. I was on Wikipedia. I'm like, does Paul Giamatti have a lazy eye? Because I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. So, I, I, apparently, he does not, and this no. is just—it was just part yep. of the thing. Yeah, and I think he keeps flipping it too. He, he had to. He had to because yeah. at the end of the movie, you know, he's like, "It's this one." As he's driving away in the car, I'm like, "No, it's not, Paul. <laughs> it's not the right one." <laughs> it's such a good bit. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I really love this movie too. Um, this is one of my favorites of this year, and just mm-hmm. like you know, um, yeah, Sean. I mean, you're totally right. Insofar as you know, it's definitely like a tribute to. I mean, specifically, it ha- has the feel as if it's like a '70s movie, but even just like you know, it feels like there was like a 15 year span there where like there was just a crap load of like boarding school slash mm-hmm. like cop movies where it was yeah. Um, like Dead Poet Society, and Chris, even like we were saying, like Rudy, like even like um, you know, Son of a Woman kind of thing, where like you know, people don't love that movie. It's like the movie Al Pacino got his Oscar on, but people were like, eh, you know, not not the best performance. But um, no, I just it felt like such a throwback and such like just pleasant. And I, you, I think Chris, you said it really well too. Of like you know, doesn't get you too down, though it has a lot of very emotional beats. Um, mm-hmm. so there's, there's definitely something to like, sort of like hang your hat on there. Um, it's not like hilarious. Like it has some like very funny moments, but it's just, it's just like a nice movie. Like it's a perfect, and you know what it is too? It's a really nice holiday movie too. 
like, you know, a little bit yeah. different, like not a very like straightforward sort of like too saccharine kind of Christmas movie that, you know, we kind of see more like even just like what a throwback kind of Christmas movie was too, you know, where it's like, yeah, you know, not entirely like only about Christmas, but it, it happens at Christmas and it's like kind of that sort of feel too. Now I, I loved it. I thought Paul, Paul Giamatti's great. I loved, mm-hmm. um, uh, oh man, Divine Joy Randolph. Did I get that right? Yes. Yes. She's she's really good in this. Like I I actually didn't love her in um what is it? Only Murders in the Building. She's in. She's oh, the really? cop, right? Really? Oh, I, I actually yeah, liked that's her. Right. In that. Yeah, that's, that's um, where I know her from. Yeah, but I thought she was really good in this, and just mm-hmm. like really perfect. By the way, Sam. Sam did not see this one. Uh, no. You would really like this movie, though. Yeah, it seems like the same. This is the same movie. And Paul Giamatti say... is a history professor, so like, there's a lot <laughs> of stuff. Ancient history Ancient professor. Yeah, history. Western yeah. Civ. So he's and he brings it up in random like conversations, even if he's not in the conversation. Yes. Um, yeah. Like there's oh, an the entire Santa. thing. <laughs> where, yeah. Exactly. Where he explains yeah. like why Santa is wearing or, yep. or that. That the, the dress of Santa of Saint Nicholas as Santa is not what he actually would be wearing right. to like these two like <laughs> these, these two like working class dudes yeah. in like a in a ball pin uh, bowling alley, yeah. bowling alley. Sh- shot in a beer after the shift yeah. type of people yeah exactly um, exactly Sam this movie uh, to to give you an idea uh, very much the feels of like Harry and Tonto. Like, so, it doesn't have that depressing ending, does it? <laughs> I mean, the the ending is not a happy ending, but, like, at the same time, it's not depressing. But yeah. it's not Harry and the Tots. No, 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 no. But it, it gives, it's, it, it, it it's gives that, you, like, good feels towards yeah, the future. So, like, like it's that kind of feel of a movie where it's, like, it it is funny at times. Like it, a muted comedy sort of thing. Yes, yes. Because there were times, especially Dramedy. towards the end, where I was laughing at, Paul Giamatti, like things he was doing, like just like some of the things he was doing was hilarious. But like, <laughs> like what's, it, the, yeah. what's the lady? Do you want <laughs> the prostitute comes oh, up yeah. and he's like, maybe he a wants candy a candy cane. cane. He's like, I'm pre-diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we circle back to Harry and Tonto real quick? Just because sure. I feel like I I couldn't possibly say this if if like it wouldn't be our podcast if I didn't make this comment. Go but ahead. I feel like Giamatti would have been great in the Star Wars holiday special. That's an Art Connie connection right there. But he's like, he's perfect. He sh- Damn, he should show up in Star Wars at some point. <laughs> I feel like, like he, he doesn't has, have to be the main but... guy. Yeah, it seems like he has, but. Yeah. Um... Like he showed up an amazing Spider-Man. Like, Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was the rhino. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Jesus. Which was funny enough was just like his lifelong ambition to write on a Spider-Man movie. What, was it on Conan that he was? Yeah, on? it was like he, it was yeah. like a decade before that movie. He was he was asked Conan asked him like, "What's your uh, your role you'd love to play?" He's like, "The Rhino." He's <laughs> like, "Stupid guy in a mech suit just riding around breaking things." I could do that. I could do that. <laughs> he did it, and it was awful. Oh boy! I mean, he was great. But oh the yeah, movie no, was he awful. was dead. Oh yeah. You know what? I, and kind of like an underappreciated thing in this movie too. I just kind of love the 
the soundtrack to it too, yeah. or this the the sound. Of of it's just this Stevens. like very yeah, like very like muted acoustic kind yeah. of feel to it. That's just in the background, yeah. and you're just it's just a you know snowing in New England, like in Western Mass. It just oh man, nice. there's just something. It just warms your heart, you know. Oh yeah, it's very familiar. Yes, and I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm probably you know disposed to feeling that way given where we are, but um, yeah, just uh. Just a nice movie. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to throw out some numbers here? Yeah. That, yeah there's really not much that we could talk about this. Um, no, I'm going to give this movie. one an eight. I'm going to go. You know, I, I have no I have no regrets on this. I'm going to be a nine zero. All right. Um, I'm probably going to go with like an eight six. It was a solid movie. I really enjoyed you, this. You movie. know what I think hurts this a little bit? Not mm-hmm. not necessarily hurts it, but from outside looking in, I think the fact that you don't hit the low lows and the emotions, okay, that could be it. All right, that could be the the thing that I, I'm it's, happy it's it holding did. it back a little. I'm bit. happy it didn't. I, I no, yeah. don't, don't get me wrong. It could have got lost. It in it. I'm happy mm-hmm. it didn't either. But and I'm just, very happy that. Um, Paul Giamatti's character had his fuck you moment. I oh, think yeah. that that was the yes, best part. Yes. Okay, he that had was, that, that moment. Good, and that's like, granted now his whole world and his entire life is in shambles because of that moment. No, but at least he's all it. victorious because yes, he takes a yes. swig out of that cognac. Yeah, bottle. And then he spits it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the fact that he stole uh, that, that bottle. Louis Trey's is, uh, is pretty expensive too. Like that's like, even, even back then that was a well, hundred Jim, Jim Beam was two bucks at the liquor store mm-hmm. for the pack, the packy. So let's, let's just yeah, put that in perspective. <laughs> it's, it's probably a $20 bottle. It's a, it's a packy that shows where we're from. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Um, yeah, so yeah, uh, definitely worth a, sh- uh, a watch and, uh, definitely oh, yeah. on the radar for Oscar seasons. So. And it's on, it's on, too, it's so. on Peacock if you want to watch it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so this will be not be our last 2023 movie review. We will actually yes. be doing a few more because we are doing Oscar seasons coming up. Uh, we are in award season already, guys. So I know we got to start yeah, so sort of building it, so, on that. So uh, between now and the Oscars, we usually continue to review Oscar movies mm-hmm. as they become easily more available to us. And we get an idea as they start announcing the noms. typically it's more yeah. the best picture stuff that yeah. we'll we'll get into I, not necessarily yeah. everything oh else. yeah yeah definitely best picture is what we focus on but. so but now it's time it's John, our you, award you season yeah, yes done. it is our award season every year since god i don't even know when we started this uh we hand out 1908 two, 19 <laughs> since 1908 uh we've been doing the knights of nerditude presents the Golden Shatner and Aluminum Jar Jar Awards. Uh, the Golden Shatners goes to our best picture uh, picks for the year, and the Aluminum Jar Jars go to the worst picks of the year. So, um, I like to always start with the Golden Shatners because that's always like quick and easy, and then we have a lot more fun when it comes to the Aluminum Jar Jars. So, let's start with the Golden Shatners, everyone. We'll do what we always do, we'll just kind of go around. Go quick. Um, so we'll start right at the top. No, dude, yeah, the no we always do. We always go start at the top. Start at the top. What was the best movie of the year for you? Obviously, this can change between now and Oscar season because, I mean, we're going to be watching some Oscar award, uh, you know, nominees. So this can change. But what was everybody's favorite movie of the year? Best movie. 
Sorry. I have a th- I have a three way. Can I say them all? Ooh, quick? three way over there. I can't I can't pick between these three. Okay. What what are your three? Oppenheimer. Okay. Spider Man. All right. John Wick Four. Okay. That's um, a spectrum. It is a spectrum. It is, but uh, like these are not my Oscar predictions. These right. no, are yeah, no, what, not what at all. my favorite movies of the year. Were. Agreed. Agreed. Sam, I said Barbie. Oh, Barbie. Okay, John. I'm going to do what I always do. I'm going to do my top ten. I will not expand upon it, though. Uh, <laughs> ten is Maestro. Nine is May, December, a very weird movie. I don't know if we're going to talk about, but it's also on Netflix if you want to check it out. Uh, eight is Barbie. Seven, The Iron Claw, one that I do hope we get to at some point. Chris, I'm, I feel like that's a good <laughs> Chris movie. Okay. okay. Um, that's, talk about like not going too low. That one goes fucking low, dude. That's, that's a rough movie. <laughs> so uh, why you recommend it for me? <laughs> so why is it in my plate? <laughs> Chris, you seem know. like you need to be depressed more. <laughs> <laughs> You're not depressed enough. Thanks. Uh, six, six is Blackberry. Five, The Killer. Four, Mission Impossible. Three, The Holdovers. Two, Killers of the Flower Moon, which uh, is free on Apple this weekend. Uh, and then number one, and you know, this is probably one of my favorite of just the decade is Oppenheimer, which I've right. watched I don't know how many times this year. So, oh, all, right. all right. And uh, my choice for best movie was the sequel to Oppenheimer. Godzilla minus one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just the framing. <laughs> yep. Um, we'll, we'll skip the, uh, so let's go right into best actor. Um, who wants to start this one? I had to go over, go over. All right. All right. Go I'll, go, I'll go. I'll go. go. All right. So I, I, cause I really like this movie and I totally forgot about it, but it is like really great. Uh, I went with Jorma. Oh God. Uh, Tomilla from Sisu. The main character Ooh, of Sisu. Yeah, that's a good one. He the, doesn't say a word. He doesn't. He doesn't say a word till the end. But his presence and everything, his just the body language and everything is just amazing. Could this be a international? It could. Okay. Could possibly. But then again, there's Godzilla. So. Is there any buzz? I don't think it is. There's another Finnish movie there out there, so I don't oh, think is it's there? gonna be. Yeah. yeah. They have they they pick one for yeah. each. Right. 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 So. I think I think it's Godzilla's award to win or, no, or there's, 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 award there's a lot win. out there dude there's so many french no i know no but I, i'm saying i think it's godzilla's award like godzilla's gonna take that one internationally we will see all right um, let's go let's i'm gonna go i'm gonna go giamatti okay the holdovers? i didn't really liked him in that movie in the holdovers yeah. all, all right. right sam uh i went a little different direction <laughs> uh i said uh stephen king's review of the flash <laughs> okay all right all right, all right. Uh, yeah i could, guess could you was... share could you share that with us like what was that what <laughs> was, was it he was saying it was the no he was saying it was like this is the greatest oh, superhero right. movie of all time and it's just amazing it's like wow really had us going there steven <laughs> that's, that's some excellent acting on your part <laughs> um all right i did a. Uh, most impressed by uh, Dave Bautista in Knock at the Cabin. Okay. He's, he's gotten a lot of praise for his acting chops. Lately, I was very, so. imp- I was impressed by how he was able to do that. Okay. It's it's such a change for what we're used to seeing. Right. So. Okay. Can I say special mention, and I know Chris will co-sign on this, to the entity from uh, 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 Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, the AI. The AI? 
not yet. Just, I, just, it's over my head. Just, 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 just kidding, man. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Remember, it was it was at the party, and there was like a thing on the. Never mind. All right, moving oh, on. Oh yes, that's right. Okay, I got you. Yep. No, I got it. Uh, best actress. Oh, we'll go. We'll go this way then. All right. We'll yeah. keep. We'll yeah. just keep going. Reverse it. Right. Uh, Margot Robbie and Barbie. John. Oh man. Um. Yeah, I think I'd say Margot Robbie and Barbie too. Sam. I said Margot Robbie and Barbie as well. <laughs> and we're gonna do this a clean sweep. It's Margot <laughs> oh, Robbie. Oh wow. Okay. All right, uh, let's go with the uh, best director. Uh, Just said I... Margot Robbie in Asteroid City. Try to be a real <laughs> I did see that as well with you. She is good in that. It's yeah, just, yeah, but she did it for you know two minutes. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, all right. So best director, um, I went with Alexander Payne, which was uh, was it the holdovers? Okay, John. Uh, yeah, for me, not not even really close on this one. Uh, I'm going to go Christopher Nolan and uh, Oppenheimer. I just think just incredible, just bringing everything together. Sam? Uh, Greta Gerwig. Okay. I think Chris Nolan and Oppenheimer. The vision he had, I saw on the screen. So I appreciate okay. that. All right. Uh, now let's get into... Actually, uh, before we get into TV, uh, Sam mentioned this, and I do agree with uh, doing this. He said, uh, what movie... Uh, I guess beat expectations to you. Um, I will go first. I was mine was uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, wasn't really expecting much out of that, and it was a really funny and fun movie. It was a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. back you up on that. I'm gonna say Blackberry was my sort of like unexpected hit for just a comedy that you know. I mean, it's funny, too, because it came out at the time when there was, like, two or three other, like, oh, this is just a movie about a thing, like a like commercial thing. And, oh, like Tetris. Yeah, like Tetris yeah. or the Flamin' Hunt movie. Or oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, no, this this rose above because Glenn Howardin is fucking insane. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Chris? In every possible way, the answer is BlackBerry. Okay. In every okay. possible way. Okay. Sorry, awesome. John. You, you took, you said everything, but it's yeah. you're you're not wrong. Cool. And my surprising pick was Godzilla. Wow. Okay. (laughs) That was a weird movie for a Godzilla movie. Yeah. And they pulled that off. And it was like, oh, okay. I didn't know we could do this with a Godzilla movie. And they did. Um, Cool. All right. On to television. Uh, Best new TV show. Chris? Uh, Not necessarily. (sighs) Okay. So I have an honorable mention, not necessarily okay. a TV show, but I choose okay. Jury Duty on Prime. Okay, that's a, it's, it's like a limited. I get. Limited. I, I would consider that a. a and TV then the show. honorable mention is Twisted Metal. Okay, that, that's okay. the TV. That's an actual TV show. All so. right, you guys. Sam, John, Sam. Uh, you can skip <laughs> over me. I didn't watch enough te- television to. Oh, have oh okay, John. John, I'm gonna go with Jury Duty. All right, um, I. Thought about saying The Last of Us, but I was like, no, I'm going to go with the one that I know none of you guys have seen. Uh, one Piece on Netflix. Uh, really, really like that show. What uh, is that show? It is based anime. on an anime. It's a live action, though. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, so it's right. a live action based on an anime about pirates. It's like oh, a whole you were world pitching of us this. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really like it, and I'm really excited for a second season. Um, so, yeah, I went with One Piece. Uh, best TV new to you. Um, 
I'm pretty sure I started this year because it's so long. Uh, I'm Modern Family. Uh, That's right. You did start that yeah, this year. Yeah. Did you finish it? I have not. Ooh. I know. <laughs> what season do you just? Oh, I'm pretty know? far in. Okay. But I, right. It's been a while since I've picked it. Did up you reach the episode where they get a fridge? <sighs> I don't think so. Okay. Okay. One of the best. All right. All right. I'm excited. Uh, John. Oh man, I don't think I have anything good this year. No, that's a new one. That's not like a new show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sam. I'm assuming Sam has nothing. No. I just got nothing for TV. So I uh, brought this up to you guys a couple of months ago. Only murders in the building. Yeah. I just started it. Yeah. So. And it's a it really good show. I still have to finish this hooked. season. I'm hooked. I know. Just take it. Just take it's me like, away. Yeah. I got, I got to start watching more TV. I, I like, I definitely stalled out right away. Like, that show came out. I watched the first two episodes. I was really into it, and I just stopped watching television for a while. Yeah, that the weird certain shows. If it's like uh, if it's not binged, if it's not like mm-hmm. released in a, in the one day, then it's hard yeah. to really kind of continue. Yeah. All right, uh, best returning television show. Welcome to Wrexham. All right, John Sam. I'm I'm going to talk about a show that uh, we we haven't talked about, but goddamn, I fucking love this show. Slow Horses on Apple TV with Gary Oldman. It's a British spy thriller. It's so good, dude. I fucking love it. Like, Gary Oldman's just, like, going off. And he's just, this is, like, <laughs> sleazebag, like, crumb bum. Like, oh, it's it's so good. You guys would love the show. It's like Apple TV. It's like, it's like, it's like on a new, a new world. I, I guarantee you, if you, like, prodigiously, like, paid for a month, paid the like $9 and just like watched all the good shit. You would not regret it at all. That's what I plan on doing when masters of the air comes out. I was mind it's when uh, all of Monarch comes out. It's, I don't think it's all out yet. It's right? not. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm just going to get the one month free and just binge it. Yeah. I'm going to do that for masters. Yeah. Throw, throw, throw slow horses on the, on the pile. Slow like horses it. as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll do the last episode of foundation too, just to take, to take that box. <laughs> Uh, Sam, returning TV show? I, I've explained already. I don't just don't have enough. Because you should have one, because I have one that you have seen. Although, did, maybe you didn't finish it. I went Vox Machina, season oh, two. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Which the new season should be coming up soonish. I think oh, they're God, delayed because of the. Don't make me wet, please. <laughs> don't. I, th- I think they're a little delayed because of the strike. Pretty yeah, all right. So it's not going to be because I'm not even going to pay attention. They usually Sam, come out right around now. Sam, you just send me the trailer just <laughs> randomly one day and I'll just like <laughs> have to step out for a little bit because it's just I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, and then finally, the TV show you logged the most hours in. Mine was Modern Family because I had been binge watching. Yeah, it so it's many so seasons. easy to rewatch, too. Yeah. Um, Total total hours for me. I'm not sure if it hits it, but definitely of like rewatched episodes the most is going to be the Bear season two, which was also great. Which I could also have said for a returning TV show. Okay, um, fantastic, Chris. Um, I'm gonna lump these together. Mm-hmm. So true crime documentaries on the Netflix. Okay, so like the catching murderers yeah, yeah, yeah. the like murder murder among the Mur- mormons or whatever it was it's like finding my what happened to my wife or some things and then like the night stalker i've binge watched all of them and i've rewatched <laughs> all of them at least three times 
that's one catching thing killers. I've seen yeah. like the BTK episode at least 10 I'm times. I'm very happy. I've never gotten <clears throat> into those documentaries because I would get lost in those. Oh, it, it, it's just, it's yeah. really weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really weird. <laughs> and it doesn't make you have bad dreams. Like criminal minds makes me have bad dreams. <laughs> if I watch too much of it, this doesn't, <laughs> I think I found the happy medium. All right. And uh, what, what was your other one? Or that was it's just the oh, TV you, shows. Just I'm just lumping them, them together because oh, they're okay. all essentially all the same thing. All right, all right. So that that was the best of the air. Now the fun part begins. This is where the fun begins. To quote Anakin Skywalker, um, the aluminum Jar Jars is the worst of the year 2023. Started off strong. Worst movie, Chris. <sighs> You know, I don't regret watching it, but the blackening wasn't the worst, <laughs> worst movie of the year. I don't regret watching it. I think I bought it. But yeah, you did. I don't regret that at all. But all it's right. the worst movie of the year. Sam or John? Uh, mine's obvious. Rebel Moon. I hate the movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. if you say if you say a Zack Snyder movie, you have to include one non-Zack Snyder movie, too. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean... There's an obvious choice here, Sam. D and D. Oh yeah, there definitely is. No, there's a couple. There's a few. Well, yes, there were a few bad movies. But I guess I'd go with sixty-nine, uh, sixty-five. Okay. Almost said sixty-nine. That's a more interesting movie. <laughs> uh, John, what was your for- least favorite? Yeah, I could go a lot of places with this one. Uh, Tetris fried my brain. I couldn't finish Pope's Exorcist, um, despite Russell Crowe. I'm going to give it to Saltburn, uh, a movie wow. that, yeah, I, I don't know. I might even regret saying that. It might process differently over time, but like. And you might, and you want me to watch this. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Chris, Chris, like, it's like, I only ever want you to see good movies or terrible movies. <laughs> or, or not, not even terrible movies, but movies I know that are going to physically, like, pain you. <laughs> so, like, The Lighthouse is number one. Yeah. yeah. I throw oh, yeah. I throw Saltburn on there. Although I think you would actually have, like, some joys to The Lighthouse, but no, this... Yeah, Lighthouse might be, like, one of those sneak picks for Chris where he actually really likes it. I need one of you guys to watch Saltburn so we can talk about it. Uh, all right. Sam, Sam, just do it. Just do it. It's on Prime. All right. Sorry. I all right. Too much and uh, my worst pick is 65 million years ago, a visitor visited our planet or whatever the fuck that name is. Uh, that movie was just garbage. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, worst actor. Adam Driver in 65. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be my non Zack Snyder pick. Uh, <laughs> oh, let's. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, but no, my worst actor uh, actor was uh, Ed uh, Screen or how the guy who played Ajax in Dead, uh, Deadpool, the the main bad guy oh, the in bad guy, Rebel yeah. Moon, was just awful. Mm. He was just so bad. Sam, John? I went with uh, Chris Hannon. Hannum? Charlie Charlie Hunt. Charlie Hunt. Charlie Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, I try to read my, my handwriting. I'm terrible. Uh, <laughs> well, I feel like there's a few extra syllable or letters in the word. As I said, I'm like, that's wrong. 
<laughs> it's just fitting that you have like a picture of a like a chimpanzee behind you <laughs> <Your wallpaper. laughs> with a pilot's helmet on. It's like the minute, he, but the minute he walked in, I was just like, "Oh, this is just bad." Mm-hmm. He's overselling this so much, but then again, everyone else is. But you know. <laughs> John, who's your pick? John's muted. Oh, John, you are muted. By the way, sorry. You hear me? Yeah. Yep. All right. My pick, and it's tough because you got to really go through the crap. Uh, I'm giving it to uh, Ethan Isidori. I think is the word. That's how you pronounce it. Uh, he was he was the kid in Indiana Jones in uh, Dallas. Oh my God! I forgot about him. Yeah. That's like, right. Discount That's short right. round. I know. I know. Low rent short round. Oh man, I forgot that character existed. Oh man. And it's also it's also insulting that he brings it out in the middle of our short round assaults. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He should, he should just they should just make another one and just Kiku Juan just he's just back in. Like don't even <laughs> don't even explain it. Um are we could I could I start off best actress? Yeah, go or worst, uh, worst sorry, worst actress. Worst actress. Go ahead, John. Uh, Gal Gadot in uh, The Flash. Though I, though I've, I've recently learned she makes an even funnier cameo appearance in, um, in uh, Shazam. Right? I, Does she show yes. up at a funeral? She shows up at the end of Shazam. Yes. With the same music going at yes, a funeral. <laughs> Seriously, they played that at a funeral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, it was like it was. Is, is, like, it, is it that, or is it like the like the soft, sad? Uh, <laughs> God, thank God, thank God, Gun is bad, like there to sort of write the ship. Sure, <laughs> I don't think you can write this shit. It's just tone this deaf. Is just, it's just so bad. Um, anyways, um, I went with Sophia Butella from, from Rebel, Rebel Moon, Moon, the main yeah. actress. Yeah, she's awful. She can't act. She can't. She. Uh, I'm. I'm not or really impressed. The choreography was bad too for her being a dancer. Like she can't do choreography. Hmm. Doesn't uh, help that it's all in slow mo. I'm gonna go with Phoebe Waller Bridge from Indiana Jones, which is okay. I'm surprised nobody said Harrison Ford for this worst actor. He, he wasn't that bad. Well, he's Harrison. He's old, it's, but still, it's bad. I mean, I, I like. It's like we don't want to touch him because it's it's royalty, you know. <laughs> but but like I remember back like when we did review um, that movie, and I was just like, he wasn't bad. It's just you could tell he was older, especially during he's, the flashbacks. You're right. Because he right. sounded tired. He's typical think, indie. It's just aged. Yeah. I think he did the best that he could have done and with that. You know what? He has that shirtless scene. Did he break his leg while on yeah. set? Uh, he Start broke filming? something. He, he's been breaking a lot of bones lately, yeah. but he's bouncing back. He's, he is. At least he didn't crash a plane. That's true. Yes. Again, but uh, yeah. I, like I said, uh, when we did review Indy, uh, he has that shirtless scene, and he looks really good for being in his 80s. Eight? Oh, I thought 80s, it was 70s. Wow. No, he's in his 80s, and he, like, he looks like that. Like I hope to look like that shirtless when I'm in my 80s. Like, he, I hope to look <laughs> like that now. <laughs> right. Keep eating chili and soda and, <laughs> and beer bread. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, I love chili. Anyways, uh, worst actor. I'm. I feel like this is gonna might be a clean sweep. Zack Snyder, worst director. Oh, you mean worst director. director? Oh, what did I say? I, actor. Yeah, director. I'm, yeah, I'm giving it to it's. It's definitely it's Zack, Zack Snyder. Snyder. Sam, John, John, what's yours? 
Oh man. Um, I guess I'm going to go with, um, who directed this movie? Louis Leterrier, uh, who directed fast X. Ooh. <laughs> did we, the did movie, we do a most, the most movie you gave a 10? Yeah. The movie yeah. he gave a 10. <laughs> yep. Yep. Did we um <laughs> did we do a most surprising actor or did we do that we at can, all or was that just movies? You can throw that in there, sure. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna throw that in there. Momoa. Oh, like, the bad guy. True. Yeah, yeah, like, he was, yeah. What a moment, you know, <laughs> just culturally. <laughs> he filmed all of his scenes offset with nobody else there. Yeah. Yeah. Did he? I wouldn't surprise no, this this whole movie. <laughs> this whole movie was filmed with nobody together on set. It's... Yeah, I don't, I don't think anybody anybody was actually like together in the location that they said they were in. Yeah, like at all throughout. <laughs> like, Michelle Rodriguez was like alone most of the movie. Michelle, or Michelle... her and Charlize Theron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were together. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's just what happens when the entire crew is just separated for like the entire movie. Yeah, saves money. So, I guess. Uh, Sam, director. My worst director. I'm doing some surprising here. Wow, not Zack Snyder. <laughs> Zack Snyder's doing Zack Snyder things. Okay, <laughs> how can I blame him for that? <laughs> uh, mine is uh, was it uh, Scott Beck and Brian Woods, the directors of 65. Okay, all right. Like what? What was the vision here? What were we going for? Why are it, we? Is there a possible to give an overall like just bad? Because <laughs> that's what yeah. it would be. Yeah, yeah. like at least. At least it's Zack Snyder, dir- I know what he's trying to go for. It's crap, but he's going for that. Yeah, it's directors, <laughs> it's actors, it's the people pushing it to try and get it made. That's holistically it's um, a problem. So right. the the other part of the uh, what surprised us is what disappointed us uh, for movies this year. Um, kind of like the yin to the yang of the what we just did. Uh, so what was the most disappointing movie of oh, 2023? Yeah, I don't have that on my list. Um I'm going 65. It should have been Adam Driver fighting dinosaurs. And that's not what we got. Well, we got them fighting something. They weren't dinosaurs. Or dinosaurs. There was one cool fight scene, and that was the in the cave. Yeah. But the uh, the Oviraptor just, like, running we, around. The whole thing was shot on that, like, echo device thing. Yeah. And that was pretty cool. Other than that, it, cool. it, it sucked. <laughs> um... My most disappointing, and I'm I know I'm gonna get some heat for this, but I was actually disappointed with this movie, Sisu. Okay. Right. I I thought it should have gone to eleven. We only went to eight. Yeah. Sorry, Sam. Well, I, that's why I'm here. <laughs> the minefield wasn't cool enough for you. Yeah, we got that in the trailer, and like the cool thing we got in the trailer, like everything else was just <laughs> not that cool and no one yells sisu like in the trailer sisu anyways john most disappointing movie this is tough um you you. know what i'm gonna be bold here maybe let's say asteroid city i just didn't some people really like it and i i haven't revisited yet maybe i will in time i just was not not my favorite well, I mean, obviously, but not um, not the movie I was hoping it would be. Okay, I'll, I'll back you up on that, John. Our review was kind of similar, where it's just like, what was this? Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll figure it out. You know, <laughs> someday. I got time. 
Chris? I, I don't really have everything. Everything sort of fell where. Wow, there's nothing I that you were really excited for. I mean, you were happy where Fast X fell. Oh yeah, I was not expecting. Well, I was not expecting like okay. Fast Five, Sean. Come on. That <laughs> <laughs> is uh, not expecting cinema art. I mean, I guess Rise of the Beast Transformers okay. could have been a little disappointing, but. Like <laughs> I knew it was, it was it was already really wicked low on my expectations, so let's, okay. let's just go with that. I, right. I, I Rise was... of the Beast was the one that ends with J.I. Joe, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, yes. how can you be disappointed with that? Because <laughs> it's still a two-hour movie that you have to sit through just to get to that one scene. <laughs> still. Um, all right. All right. All right. Let's move. Uh, moving on to television. Huh. Worst new TV show. Secret Invasion. See, oh, I got worse than that. John, do you have one or Sam? No. John, do you have a, a bad TV? Ahsoka. Okay. <laughs> hey, you didn't finish it either, so. Nope. Uh, I went with Velma. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Well, you're, <laughs> oh, the, you're the only one to watch that. Yeah. That was... I didn't even take the chance. With no, that I took that it's... chance. I took that chance. And my God, is it bad. Ugh. Uh, anybody have a worst TV that's new to you? No, because I never would have. Yeah, I never same here. Yeah, like, I don't know if you we might have to nix this category. We might have the, to nix that. Unless John, yeah. Do you, you want to maybe just say what TV show lost you? All right. Give up uh, anything. Any TV shows uh, you guys give up on? I guess, I guess at the beginning of the year, the Fargo season. Okay. Uh, right, John? That would have carried over from last year. Right, the Chris Rock Fargo. That was like two years ago, dude. Oh, never mind that. Dis- disregard. <laughs> that was okay. like that. That can't. Uh, no way. That was before 2022 or earlier than 22. Um, no, nothing lost me then. Secret Invasion lost me. But that was la- That was just that one was season, year. one this, year. Yeah, I know. But like, re- I I don't know if I don't watch enough shows. Actually, you know what? TV you know what show that TV's like. Tricky. I, I fell off and I probably should try getting back on, but it's like been a struggle is Bob's burgers. I have not watched that. In well, it's a going while. the way of the Simpsons. It's going to be it's, on for 45 years. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's tough when like the show is on for like 10 plus years. It's like, yeah. do you really lose it? I mean, like, you know, well, no, I, I binged, even come back. I binged watched up until uh, the new episodes were being released. And then for probably a good year to two years, I was watching like the day after as they were coming out and like I want to say this year I just stopped doing that altogether. Yeah. And I'm pretty far behind right now. Actually, I I have I have two things here. I actually have a like worst returning TV show even though I didn't like hate it, but like I do kind of want to although I don't know, maybe we'll talk about it with Crown Corner later. I did not <laughs> particularly care for this last season of The Crown of just like Again, almost not to repeat myself from my show, like the framing of it to like spend so much time with eh, to a certain extent, Diana, but really the like Will and Kate stuff was like borderline like a lifetime movie. <laughs> um, and I'll tell two two shows that like I came close to giving up, not giving up on, but like almost there. It pains me to say it like what we do in the shadows, like the juice like wasn't really always there this season. I'm glad it's like one more and then that's it. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, for all mankind, like I'm like just now finishing, but it's like, it's taking a couple whacks to get through the season. Mm-hmm. 
Or I'm returning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Archer. Worst returning is Archer for you. Mm-hmm. It's not I, I'm right working now. my way through the most recent season of, of Archer. It, the new agent that they like introduced, hater. Yeah, I can't. She's so annoying. She, uh, the Lana, British lady. Is it Lana? She's not in the field anymore. So no, it's she's, she's the director now. But she does go in the field. It, it, um, the episodes, uh, whatever, whatever. Either yeah, way, Archer's either not way, as good as it was. One more so. season of Archer left. Yep, same thing. Um, but my, uh, my worst returning was How I Met Your Father. Um, I mean, season one was garbage, uh, but it, it was my garbage. One of those That's shows fine. Where Everybody's it's like, got their own yeah, garbage. We all have that. To quote Jim Gaffigan, we all have our own McDonald's. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. The- shows movie themes. You hope you die, that die and never come back. Yeah. Anybody I, got I, anything? Yeah. For that oh, one? I do. And I think yeah, I've been no. saying this three years in a row, five years in a row. The mm-hmm. Walking Dead verse. Oh, God. Yes. Because <laughs> oh. I just saw a trailer. Well, I didn't see a trailer, but well, it's like the new, new trailer like, for Michonne. Yeah. Rick and, and Rick. Michonne. Yeah. It's, no, no. We're, we're just done. End it. Let's, just end let's it. go. We're, we're, we're over. Because uh, there's, this, it wasn't Daryl. Daryl has his own show. And then. Negan had a show. Just, oh, yeah. Ne- was it Negan? Yeah, Negan has a show. I, I don't know. We're done. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. It, Let's it, just, just move on. End move it. along. Just do what the comic books did and just end it. That's fine by me. Uh, uh, any, anybody have any, like, shows or, like, trends that you, uh, so you want to mine's, end? Mine's a little no shit, Sam. That's, like, everything. But I just felt like this year was particularly bad with it. Uh, good ideas, bad execution. It felt like okay. there was, I could name three off the top of my head movies that were like, okay, that's not a bad idea. And then I saw them, I'm like, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, 65. Yep. Uh, Sisu, which wasn't terrible, but I thought it could have been better. And uh, Last Voyage of the Demeter. Okay. Yeah. Like, those are movies where I'm just like, this could work. Yeah. It's just I, not. Yeah. Doing it right. I mean, especially with like the Demeter, like that one just wasn't advertised correctly. And like it, the movie could have been better. I mean, we, we explained why in our podcast, um, but like that, that movie should have like been towards the top end of my list of movies for the year and ended up just falling in the middle. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I understand that. Um, yeah, it's, it's like some of these like projects like, like Demeter that like you have an original idea based off of existing material and you still half-ass it. Like, yeah. How do you do that? So I, I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm on the boat with Sam. Like, how do you half-ass something like that? Like this could, I mean, stuff like this always happens where it's like, oh, it's like, you know, this chapter of this book, we're going to go into more depth about it. Or, you know, what? Um, one show that, like, pissed me off, uh, The Terror, not of this year, but, like, in the past, where it's just like, this should be a good idea. And it's just horribly... Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't well both executed. Seasons. Well, the both seasons. Well, the second season with the... The, the, the spirit. The spirit. That yeah. was pretty... Uh, I was better than the first season. Yeah. I didn't but, finish either season. Oh, I, really? I started both of them. Oh, the, I couldn't finish either one. First season, and it's just weird. But, uh, we'll, we'll, but it's we, a, it's a good to. idea, and it's just executed horribly yeah. on both times. Yep, yep. I'm not disagreeing with you. So. Can I? I don't like going negative. 
too too much. Okay. But can I give kudos out to a couple? Yeah, go ahead. A couple things. So the first one I, I want to give kudos out to is Disney. All right. Holistically, Disney. Um, they've gotten to a huge amount of fire by stepping into certain waters with uh, some social issues over the past <laughs> couple of years. And, you know, I think they might have learned from their mistakes. And since the Jonathan Majors issues started like coming out a little bit, like he was charged and ac- yeah. accused, charged, and How then just like before he went, but they didn't cut ties. So, so all like people were calling for you know the firings and letting mm-hmm. him go and everything, and his sponsors were leaving him, and I think his agent might have left them yep. as well. Like yep. people were dropping him just on based on the accusations, and Disney didn't do anything. They just let it stay as is. They didn't say anything. They just let it ride and go through how the process of how things work. Mm-hmm. And now eventually he's you know, found guilty. guilty and, and, you know, and I don't know what you I forget whatever it was. But Disney has now since oh, yeah. like done what it needed to do. But they waited. They didn't step into the murky water okay. and cave into certain things. Kudos to them. Yeah. Let the things play out. Because how many times have we seen we're, we're now starting to see these things like where things come out. And then it's guilty until accused. And then, right, right. you know, yeah. now you have, I think in baseball, there's some guy like suing because defamation because like the girl oh. held him for money, <laughs> wanted to get money, whatever it was. Yeah. Whatever it was. We're starting to get to the weird. I don't want to say we're, we're always in this. And obviously you want to, you know, be sympathetic. But like Disney, I think, did it right this time. Like stayed waiting until yeah. like, these are serious things. So, and then waited yeah, until like the courts were in their system. And then that was it. Then they. I mean, to. we're definitely seeing a transition from the way how a lot of people acted during the 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 height of the hashtag Me Too mo- uh, movement mm. to to now uh, now because like one of the people that comes up to my mind when I think of like guilty until proven innocent was uh, the comedian Chris Hardwick. The guy who did the Talking Dead after the yeah, Walking yeah, Dead, yeah, yeah. how he was accused by an ex-girlfriend about uh, being uh, abusive and blah blah blah, and like AMC, like they let him sort of let him go, like relieved him of his duties and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just all came out that like there's zero evidence of him like being this way, and the the accuser refused to work with anybody to provide them with any you know, evidence. And eventually he was reinstated, but like his career's basically oh, yeah. been over. He does like, the drop now, I think. Yeah, is, he's is what it was. like nowhere now. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and and that's why I'm saying like yeah. kudos to Disney. Let yeah. things kind of play out a little bit instead of ju- not necessarily jumping the gun. Right. But I mean kudos goes also around you know, I, I don't like them, but the Ezra Miller thing and, and Warner Brothers, they didn't mm-hmm. necessarily drop them. They just yeah. like Put him away in a yeah, dark just, drawer for a little while. He did not do any. Uh, was it um, press? Press? Yeah. No, nothing. nothing. And I think I think movie. he might have showed up to. Did it, he show up to a red? I, don't I think know he was there he for the red carpet. But like he was put away. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. like that's the way you handle things. You don't just go off and just cut ties and fire and all this other stuff. Like you, you wait until things play out a little bit and yeah. then do it. So kudos, I'll give kudos to them where it's needed. I was right. impressed by that. Right. And I only thought of that because I saw, I think Hulu has a, a thing on Jonathan Majors. Oh, boy. Like an interview or something. <laughs> um, I, I didn't watch it or yeah, click yeah, on yeah, it, yeah. But, but it looks like, but that just reminded me. All right. 
any uh, any final thoughts from you guys? I have a thing to stop. Okay. Um, you see this mostly with TV pilots, but TV pilots starting in the middle of the story and then flashing back. Oh yeah. I just it's everything now. It's <laughs> it's one of those random things that just like is nails on the chalkboard to me. But mm-hmm. I might have even said this last year. I don't know. I'm just really I'm I'm over it. You know. What are you talking about? So any examples? <laughs> so starting a story and then flashing back halfway through like the, the season pilot, or the pilot and the pilot, know. like the pilot oh, has an opening scene and then it's like one day earlier or something like that. Oh, I you guess know what I mean? Yeah. I can't think of anything specific. I mean, it's very numerous. Like you'll see this a lot too with season, like the first episodes of season two. Yeah. yeah. That was the crown this year. <laughs> Did we have that? Yeah. Yeah, the, the first episode of the season. Was, oh uh, yeah, with the uh, the car going in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's, it's something about it. it's just a little lazy to me. And no, now it's like right. it's doing it. Too. It is. It is lazy. It's lazy writing. Mm-hmm. It really is. Using time. It, it's Echo one of those things that like flashbacks. was cool like when people, but now like when everyone does it, it's like okay, kind of loses its effect. Ooh, ooh, I got, I got one that. Uh things that people need to stop doing and i only notice it because of something on my wall um people need to stop retconning shit like no it like pisses me off example all right so this is this is my example of how 2023 was retconned there's plenty of uh, other things uh this is i this is a warning to everyone i'm about to nerd out like this is a nerd out uh-huh. warning. so right. we don't nerd on this podcast. no of course it's going not. really long so dude. I know, I know. This is my little nerd out moment. And then, oh, wow, and then we are stuff. long. Um, so, uh, this past year, 2023, Marvel released a bunch of uh, one shot comic books about different characters um, in the Star Wars universe, one of which was Max Rebo. In the Max Rebo bo- uh, book, which I purchased because I can like we it. Can we say who Max Rebo is? Max Rebo of the Max Rebo band is Jabba the Hutt's. Uh, like the leader of the band that plays in which, Return which of the Jedi. Which is a Star Wars thing. Star Wars, yes. Not, not, and what, what kind of, what kind of music does he play, Sean? He plays jizz. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was great. I love that. Um, so anyways, he is a jizz musician. Um, but he plays the... It's like a piano organ thing that he plays. Uh, he's He is seen in a bunch of scenes and stuff. He's like, he's that blue elephant guy. Um, so I always really liked Return of the Jedi. It's my favorite Star Wars movie. So I, I've always like loved the job of the Hutt's palace thing. So Max Rebo has always been like a, a little soft spot for me where I have his like pop. That's, I noticed it on the wall. So when the comic book came out that, Hey, we're doing a Max Rebo. I was like, yeah, I'm all in on this. It's a one shot. It's not like it's a, you know, a seven part. No, it's one issue. I'll check it out. And so they retconned that Max Rebo now only has two limbs, which are his feet that he uses to play the, uh, the, uh, instrument that he does, which is really weird because everything that I have of Max Rebo, like, uh, like I said, the pop or anything else, he's got two legs, two arms, and he uses his arms. I've gone back and I like, thinking I was crazy, watched the movie and no, he has arms and legs, but for whatever reason, if you go on the internet, he now only has two legs that he plays 
the organ for. It's so oh, bizarre. I kind of hate how they're doing this shit now, though. Like, I'll, I'll be with you, Sean. Yeah. Like, the fact that they're, like, redefining, like, stupid weird things that no one actually talked about before. Yeah. From, like, the original movies that's like, oh, no, there's a re... No. Like, just yeah. shut up. Yeah, shut up. But like, I actually, I was surprised the one shot wasn't about Max Rebo being bisexual and his <laughs> wife dying of cancer. But like, but like, th- there's already a character design and things going out about it. Like, th- there's been action figures, like pop figures of that design. Why redesign him? What was the purpose for that? And on a related note, who do you write think? Letter? Who do you think is the most likely person in the Star Wars universe to be by? <laughs> we all, I think everybody believes it's Lando. Lando oh, Lando. oh yeah. No, Lando, especially Lando swings every which yeah. way. Especially oh, yeah. um, Donald Glover Lando is, is definitely, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. endorse that a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Right, I think so that's a that, good that's, point to end it. Yeah. That, that's my little, uh, my little thing. Stop <laughs> retconning stuff. Okay. We just retconned Lando. <laughs> No, no, no. Billy oh, Dill Williams. You've never had that no. vibe about Lando. Uh, Billy yeah, Dill no, Williams. I did, like, I did, I did, yeah. He's but... in for everything. That's not retcon. That's just admitting what we're all thinking. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, <laughs> Anyways, folks, we're going to wrap this up here. Yep. So uh, next week. Ask we're gonna... Num. Just ask him. Just ask him. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to. Lobot. Lobot. Lobot's his guy. No, no, Lobot. <laughs> Lobot's been sworn to secrecy. <laughs> Jeez. All right, we're gonna end it now. Oh man, I don't want to go down this path. All right, all right, all right, all right. right. Next week we're gonna continue with some more movies. All right, for more Oscar, more Oscar style movies Uh, here. Are we gonna do our preview next week? And we're gonna throw together a preview. I don't know if it will be this next. I don't know if it will be next week, but it will be soon. Um, I guess uh, if you like all these, if you if you guys want us to review anything specific for year end, you can send us a message on Facebook. Uh, we'll take a look at it there. Facebook.com slash nice to dude. That does it for us for this week. We might do it live next week. Mm-hmm. So until Stay next tuned. time. Bye. Adios.